Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. And I'm Brendan Levi. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2000 Fox TV movie Ice Angel, aka On Thin Ice, Skating for the Gold, starring Nicole Tom and Nancy Kerrigan, in which a hockey player and an ice skater die on the same day and the soul of the hockey player is reborn into the body of the ice skater. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to a hundred reviews and do an episode on face off already <laughs> all right so thanks for all your continued support guys we're still charting after a few months of being on the new network so much appreciated thank you keep the love coming we want to hear got from some you. nice reviews as well yeah so lovely nice. reviews so keep that coming we're getting there yeah <laughs> we're almost nearly halfway to face Paul's off to rewrite the intro to the show if we ever get to 102 face off what are you going to talk about then well there'll have to be a new film that we can review when we get to 200 reviews what's greater than face off i don't know that's well if you think there's a movie that's greater than face off (laughs) let let us us know. know send us an email so i've been stuck in the house for Two days with conjunctivitis. Oh my god, you just don't need to reveal. This. <laughs> I just like, that's amazing. So uh, just appreciate yeah, he looks the disgusting dedica- guys. Appreciate the dedication to you know this podcast. That you can tell in his voice, he has conjunctivitis. <laughs> Lucy and Brendan have braved disease to bring you this episode. We got some hazmat suits up in her. <laughs> I, I don't know if this tactic is great for our audience. Like what, the- telling them that we're diseased. Well, telling them like. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> but they should be welcome. <laughs> they should appreciate every second of this this show. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Who else is dedicated enough to bring them reviews of Nancy Kerrigan ice okay, skating so, swap yeah, movies? Okay, so we got to stop already. When you said it was a, it was made in 2000, I died of shock. I was like, surely this was like... <laughs> the 80s, even though I know that that girl's from the nanny. The nanny. It still shocked me. And also, wait, wait, starring that- Nancy Kerrigan is pretty rich. She like, had, like, two lines. Yeah, and what about the other biggest skater? She's, uh, like, a yeah. supporting role, and she doesn't get a mention. Yeah, well, she didn't get her kneecap smashed, so she doesn't matter to me. If they wait, didn't wait. even smash her kneecap. Can you, can you guys help me out? Who's Nancy Kerrigan? Oh, we already told you last time, or are you joking? We? No, I So, I, Tonya's boyfriend, smashed her leg. Wait. So that she couldn't go to the Olympics. Oh, well, who's she in this? She was one of the ice skaters. She had 
black hair. Ah, she was part of the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ah, had a she few played lines. The she was the one who looked she like the She played the adult. goalie when they played street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can't but wait yeah, to tell you about this movie. But Lara Lipinski is the other I think pro- it's Tara, isn't it? Tara Levinsky Come is on, the give other this girl her credit. figure skater. We should have got Jonathan Van Ness or someone to co-host this. He would have known all these. Um, oh, you ruined my tenure. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so let's start this review on Ice Angel, a.k.a. On Thin Ice Skating for the Gold. Every time I mention the movie, should I call it Ice Angel, a.k.a. Th- on Thin Ice Skating for the Gold? Yeah, you should. We'll Every just- time, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, on to Ice Angel, a.k.a. On Thin Ice Skating for the Gold. I call it OTI. It sounds like, it sounds like it's like one in a sequence of, yeah. you know, it being like, on thin ice, it, skating for the gold. It would yeah. be like that another volume was called something yeah, like else. But nine. there's yeah, <laughs> But there's no, no sequels oh, how here. How good would it have been if she turned into a dog instead? <laughs> dog. We haven't had any dog swaps, have we? Uh, not yet. There, mm. there are dogs, dog swaps on my master list, so you can look forward no, to that. Are we avoiding actually talking about this? Yes. Film? Anyway, so you say Fox Network? Yes. All right, that answers the first question I wrote on my uh, notes. Yes, Lucy? I wrote. Was this made for TV? Christian or softcore porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. So, let's get to the review of Ice Angel, a.k.a. on Thin Ice Skating for the Gold. Sport seems to play a big part in many of the swap films we have covered on the podcast. Why do you think that is, and did Ice Angel take full advantage of the narrative potential of a sports swap film? I feel like it is a a common theme because, like, nine times out of ten, a traditional body swap is a male and a female. Yeah. And sport is like this gauntlet that they have to learn and navigate how to do, even yeah. though it doesn't come naturally to them. Mm-hmm. And did they take full advantage? <laughs> they, tr- they sure tried. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. Like, it, what do you think? It, it, um, like sports films are a good match for swaps because it does require like either being a certain gender mm. or being in a f- certain physical shape yeah. and having certain abilities. So it's a very easy or even, thing. Even like for age or, yeah. yeah. So like 17 again with the mm. basketball or, mm. yeah, like it's a very easy way to display I'm in a new body and I can't do the thing I'm supposed yes. to do. And there's so many aspects to it that is a, it's like, it's a community. It's not just a sport. Like you, uh, in a different culture and, yeah. you know, especially when it comes to gender, there's always the locker room where you're, you know, what are men really like? What are girls really like? Disgusting. That sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did this film use that potential? I think. Yes, in terms of like in terms of plotting, it probably did the best it could. I think the film fails on like every other level. Oh, than that. yeah, it was like it's a well, badly okay. made film. Mm. The Olympics, some great stakes, right? Yeah, but there's <laughs> nothing else going on in this film. Like the the character, what was his name? Matt. Yeah, his his only personality trait was I like hockey. Like there was nothing yeah. else. Yeah, you know the girls are going to the locker room and he's like, yeah, what. <laughs> um, can you just do the plot? Okay. So, <laughs> the plot of 
<laughs> Ice Angel, aka so we're introduced to Matt. He's like super dedicated hockey player, really broy. He very eggs. dumb. He drinks eggs for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Who has ever done that? Doesn't it make you sick if you have raw egg? <laughs> if you're a big buff guy, that's what you do. Yeah, but if you put it in orange juice, the acidity cooks the egg. I believe. Is I'm that really that true? Go on. No. <laughs> I was fully convinced. And I'm pretty sure didn't he put maple syrup with it? Mix maple Honey syrup or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, sugar for energy. <laughs> Make it taste half decent. Is this the official Swapcast breakfast? No, I'm not drinking <laughs> eggs. Oh, oh, God, that made me feel ill. All right. So, yeah, okay, Super Broy, he goes to um, hockey practice. Sorry, sorry. Can I say Super Broy? But he's not Boston, is he? What do you mean? Maggie, what's her real name? Maggie uh, from The Nanny. <laughs> Nicole Tom. <laughs> like, she's putting on, like, she played him a as- Boston <laughs> accent. <laughs> right? Like doing a Matt Damon impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did she meet that? <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 do yeah, the yeah. plot. Okay. Do the plot. So he goes to hockey practice. Somebody. Uh, it's a game. I had a game. Was it a game? Yeah. Okay. He's at a game. Because remember, Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So we've established he's got this girlfriend that he that he loves, Danny girl, and they love to have conversations in loud environments. Yeah. So she's literally everyone. at the back of the yeah. stadium during a hockey match, and he's talking to her like she's right next to him. Yeah. Hey, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, second time that's happened in a body swap film that we've watched. Seventeen again. They do the kiss. Oh, okay. Wait, what were you going to say? They do the kiss and they throw it. And they catch it. They put it in their pocket, uh, like in hot chick. All right, that's. The hot chick, but in seventeen again, where they say something that I need to tell you something yeah, after the game. Seventeen again starts. Yes. He goes to the basketball game. Girlfriend comes up. Also yeah. pregnant. T- oh, sorry. Did I ruin the? <laughs> <laughs> did, did seventeen again rip off <laughs> Ice Angel, aka going for the gold on thin ice? <laughs> did it the wrong way around. So uh, he plays the game. And halfway through, somebody hits a hockey puck at him and it hits him at the, on the head and he dies. So he goes to heaven and then in heaven, he's like speaking to Peter, who's like the angel that like- Sith Lord St. Peter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who reveals to him that he, it was an accident that he got hit in the head. The puck was actually supposed to kill like a slob that was in the audience of the so- hockey game. And the angel game. got distracted and got in the way. Yeah, and it hit the angel's wing and like ricocheted into his Which skull. Which I sort of don't really buy the physics of, but sure. Yeah, yeah. he's like completely see-through except for hockey pucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and- Amazing was that footage though. <laughs> yeah. it was you the- could so badly see how he was like hanging from, from a harness, a, yes. like you could so badly see it. Oh, this film! Look, it, it's not going to win any Oscars for special effects. This <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but they really, they really forced them in, didn't they? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, how many ice skating comedies have you seen where people have like lightning come out of their, their hands? <laughs> <laughs> so then he 
is told that there's there's a way that he can go back to Earth because his original body has already been cremated. Um, so basically, it's down to Earth, down to Earth, down yep. to Earth, um, which is a remake of an, another movie, which was also a remake of another movie. So we can't really be that the critical genre. of that. Yeah. Um, and this came before Down to Earth by one year. Oh wow! There you go. Uh, yeah. Are we are we actually becoming experts in sort films? Yes, we watched sad. like forty of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> uh, the angel says, I'll put you in a body that's about to go to the Olympics. He's like, yep, I'm going to do this. But there's only two rules. First rule is you can't contact anyone from your past life. And two, you can't tell anyone about your past life. So he agrees to it, wakes up, but big twist, dun, he's dun, wake, dun. woken up. In the body of a chick. Of a chick. Of a chick. Oh, what? He is disgusted yeah. by her. <laughs> like looking in the mirror, there is not. There's no moment of boob grabbing. There's nothing. He's like disgusted. Yeah, he hates every moment yeah. of being female. He's like, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and someone's like, oh, here's some clothes. A dress. Disgusting. Yeah, I can't. Like he actually uses the word disgusting yeah. to describe dressing. In a dress. In a dress. <laughs> so, I don't know what that we can, like, parcel from that about Matt as a person. Yeah. But, so, he then discovers the female body he's in is that of a champion figure skater, which is horrified by also. Um, but then, eventually, he realizes that if he does well as a figure skater, he can go to the Olympics, and he finds out there's a- Loophole. A loophole. Uh, that oh, that he can talk to people from his he past. He can talk to people from these his rules, past. These rules are very cash. They're- yeah. <laughs> His, it, his guardian angel's like, well, you know, if, yeah. you, if you incidentally run into him, sure, yes. why yeah. not? Yeah, if you if you accidentally run into someone from your past, then you're allowed to speak to them. Mm. So he realizes if I go to the Olympics, the hockey team, the hockey will, team be will be in the Olympics, and I can talk to them. So he decides to become like a super good figure skater. Only problem is that he was kind of a bitch. Well, the body that he has entered was a bitch when it was inhabited by its original soul so all the other figure skaters hate her um so he doesn't really have any support in like learning his skills back up because everyone thinks that he has amnesia and that's why he can't do a triple axel or anything anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he decides to like repair the friendships with the other figure skater, become really good, become really good, go to the Olympics, go to the Olympics, seal his friends. <laughs> then recoach the hockey team as a figure skater in so the that, dying moments of the game, so that they win the Olympic gold and then go and then win the Olympic gold himself, and then also finding out that his girlfriend was pregnant, pregnant at the time that he died. So, yeah. he'll live on. Except her. he didn't figure that out. He thought that the child, because it had been yes. about a month, and yeah. he thought the child was his his best friend. Yes. Like, that they were having an affair. <laughs> and yeah. That, yeah, that she was showing with, within a month. <laughs> Do you, what was funny is, like, yeah, the stakes is, I need to get to the Olympics I need to get good enough to get to the Olympics. And then we never see him qualify for the Olympics or her qualify for the yeah. Olympics. So, we just hear about it. You just hear yeah. it. 
I guess I guess she got in. Mm. <laughs> so I guess in that respect, maybe it didn't yeah. take advantage, full advantage of the narrative of a sports film. Well, you know, like they had five montages. So this film is ninety percent montage. montage. <laughs> There's a montage of them watching TV. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's my kind of montage. There's a montage, and then the next scene is a, a triangle closed montage, and they don't even introduce it. They just go into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a film with two consecutive montages back to back with no break. <laughs> because usually that would qualify as one montage, but it's clearly it's two clearly different two montages. montages back to back. <laughs> You know what else this film missed was like a really big song in the like the the dying minutes of the sporting event. Well, obviously they didn't have a Any budget money? for the music because the music is fucking horrendous. There was this amazing thing. It might have even been in the montages where it was like really sad synth saxophone. Yeah, and then it went into like. New synth? metal? <laughs> oh no, that one, yeah. Uh, I my favorite montage. Like seamless, no, no, like in between. It was just like uh. my favorite montage was when she's first trying to skate and she's falling over, and the song's like I'm falling over. <laughs> <laughs> that's- also, like the face acting. That yes, she yes. Does because my god, the. Aud- of the stunt double shots is like very obviously, very obviously not her. They Another don't even try. Week. It's quite close on her face. It's, and it's, not, it's not her. And it, she's definitely wearing like a polyester blonde wig. It's like not even oh, terrible. Can we, can we talk about Maggie? Yeah. Like, Adam, I love how you're calling her Maggie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember her name, but Maggie, right? Like, the worst one in the natty, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No one likes that. And her, her physical performance, I can like still remember the faces that she would do in the natty when she's doing physical comedy she's doing in this movie. And every time she's like doing a montage where she's learning, she's just got that goober grin. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I want to. But also, like, the nanny was like a hit show, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah. I, I think the gay community is going to kick me out for saying this, but is the nanny only a show we watch because there wasn't any other options and it's actually a fucking terrible yeah, show? But, like, a lot of hit shows are like that. Like, is yeah. the Big Bang Theory good? No, but a lot of people watch it. Yeah, but I yeah, feel we like, like there's 12, an affection so. for the nanny. Like, the, like she's a gay it's icon all now. Fran Drescher, yeah. yeah, and it's the outfits. Yeah. Come on, it, that's yeah. amazing. But in terms of like the writing, the, that the show drag, was fucking the drag t- possibilities <laughs> yeah. of that character. Yeah? It's like that's why. But it's like this was a hit show, and how far? It, when did the nanny finish? Like she wasn't that far away from the nanny. I think the nanny might have still been going at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine being like? Oh, what are you doing in the break? Oh, I'm doing this ice skating movie, and then like <laughs> Fran Drescher having to like yeah, say Fran something like, nice about it. Yeah, but what is Fran Drescher gonna say? Yeah, I'm doing like <laughs> the nanny, but set in a Eastern European country. Oh and it's my gonna be called god! Beauty and the, of the Beast. Is that your impression of Fran Drescher, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chef? Mr. <laughs> Chef. Oh, Mr. Chef. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Brendan won. Yeah, I would have picked that. Are we turning this into an impressions podcast? (laughs) So, 
what is I, I guess the big thing in this film is it's about him learning to become a woman, like learning how to be in his female body. How do you feel like this film handled that? Terribly. <laughs> um, and like Brennan said before, they gave him no character development, like, before his swap like he Mm -hmm. dies we know he's got a girlfriend but he doesn't mention never being able to see his family again or like without any of it he's just really quickly accepts that what his fate is and that flashback to him uh and his like meeting of his girlfriend yeah like that's the only thing we know about him besides hockey yeah so basically it's like a me too thing waiting to happen it's like you're not allowed to fucking talk to like women that are just doing their job that way yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because she's like she is it was his a physio. physiotherapist. Physio. He's like, hey, what a. It hurts touch here my dick. on my dick. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that, but it basically Might was. Might as well have been, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like this needs to be discussed more in the hot or not. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I feel like this film hated women. Hated women. It really like did. Like a lot of films we watch. <laughs> like when the nurse talked about having PMS, she's like, "I screamed at the patio furniture for two this and a is half what I hours." Was gonna ask. I'm like, "What does that mean?" That just makes it sound like you go psychotic <laughs> when you have your period. That is fucking insulting. It's like women run shit and. Buddy, a quarter of the time they're fucking bleeding from in between their legs. <laughs> Give us a bit more credit than that. That's fucking so idiotic. Yeah. Has anyone just screamed at furniture for Insane an extended- people, like people that need serious <laughs> help. And I think that they were trying for an arc of him like going in, like embracing his female side, but it just, he was just so far gone the other way that it really just made him come off as like the worst person. Like him saying, when he starts crying for the first time, he's like, oh, this is awful. Am I acting like a chick? I'm a freak, freak of, of nature. nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so you've never cried before? It's like, you died, dude. Yeah. You never get to see anyone you love again. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he didn't He didn't cry <laughs> yeah. when he found out he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who was this person? <laughs> well, let's see. The things that we saw him do was, like, physically handle the doctor aggressively. Yeah. Like, so much that he was like, oh, I'm sore. Yeah. And then he steals a cigar from him. And yeah. then continues to smell that cigar. Three for, times. There was three yeah. shots of <laughs> Just go. Like, oh, yeah. any guy appreciated a cigar yeah, I was like, that much? Is this guy, like, 52? <laughs> and how's the... <laughs> Not ha- since George Burns in 18 again. again yes. <laughs> how's the poster for the, um, the film is her on ice, in ice skates, holding a cigar? It's like... It was very the switch. Oh, That's my what, God. It was so and the, stupid. And the way she was acting was very the switch to me. I feel yeah. like as well, it, she came across as very masculine straight away. Mm-hmm. She wasn't doing a good impression of him. Yeah. Like you said, she was doing some weird Boston thing. But yeah. it's like she had this permanent, the way she held her face, it, she was like wincing. I'm yeah. like, is that what she thinks men do? It was like she was trying to hold her face like a man. It made no sense. Uh, um, she just, and, and he's so clueless about like basic skills. He can't brush his hair as a girl. Yeah. He doesn't even know how to hold brushes in his hand. 
What a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> he had hair. He had hair as a yeah, man. Yeah, it was very gelled. Yeah. Surely he'd be getting some products off in that piece. His mum did it. <laughs> his mum that we never even hear mentioned or he never like. Yeah, he never mentions his mourns. parents. Yeah. yeah. He never Just his girlfriend his and life. his bestie. Yeah. He- I, the- film truly is a love story between the best friend and yeah. him. He yeah. even has that magazine and goes to sleep looking at yeah. it. <laughs> a of picture his, of his of, best friend of his and him. Best friend is like, we'll be together soon. And, and there's no, there's no hint of like, it's like, well, you're gonna have to be a lesbian now. Like, you realize this, right, dude? Like, you're gonna yeah. have to navigate. Like, you're attracted to women. He's yeah. not though. He's just got no interest in anything but hockey. Well, we find out in the last 20 seconds of the film that, that he has that actually his had sex. Will that be his memories will be right. <laughs> as soon yes, as he like, wins the goal. And it's abs- <laughs> you're 100%. It's like the last 20 seconds. Right, so- Paul got a text message and he missed the line and he's like, what did they just say? Oh, God. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's going to lose his memory and become this woman. <laughs> I don't understand so like, the logistics memories, of will that. Will her memories come back to Herbert? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what? They were literally like, just cram it in the end. No one can ask any questions. <laughs> They're like, we need to freeze on her face at the end of this film. I don't care how we Oh, my God. There. We were all so shocked when the credits started rolling. It's like, that cannot be the end. Well, all right, all right, what, what did you think the end was going to be? I thought he was going to reincarnate as the child. Yeah, I thought something. the child would be something. I Yeah, I thought it was going to be. Uh, she's giving birth to the child and him in her body would be no no no, no oh, would sorry. be like with them and she passes the baby to her and she's like looks in the baby's eyes because it would have been disgusting if he reincarnated in the the <laughs> child's body and then it's like the sequel it's like about how he's attracted to his mother yes exactly <laughs> that then that is but he would what? have really enjoyed the what birth what was that <laughs> What was that film? Switch. Switch. No, no, no. The Robert Downey Jr. one. Oh, Chances Are. It's it's kind of a Chances Chances Are. are Wow, we really are. We really do know too many of these films. So, wait. So, all through the film, you kept on saying, kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So... Was that just because you you were so bored and you wanted the movie to do something? Or but they didn't make any allude, like they didn't allude ever to their romantic. Any yeah, any so it's a very like, it was a very sexless movie. Yeah, um, like Brendan said, it, there was a bit of Jesus stuff there. It, yeah, it I was, was I was confused. Was, yeah, because but then they talk about sex and stuff. Like yeah. they do that whole routine where like the the parents ask to go to therapy. And yeah, that was that's so right. I about shit, that. that scene. Yeah, like, well, I, so badly written. I erased that from my memory because of how stupid yeah, it was. So and how irrelevant it is because you never hear the two parents, like, their concerns again. Can I just say I fucking hated the parents. They were mm. terrible. They were terrible actors, terrible characters. How's, I hated every second they were on screen. She gets out of hospital after being declared brain dead and magically coming back to life and they make her go to ice skating practice the day next after. day. <laughs> and the coach is like, all right, well, do the triple axel that just nearly killed you. But talking about no tears, there's no emotional reaction yeah. from the parents. They, their daughter was clinically dead for two days and comes back to life and they're just like, 
Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like there's no like tearful oh i can't believe you're all alive this is so such a joyful day like the fucking stupid pmse nurse that cries at her fur- uh, screams at emotional. her patio furniture was more emotional than the parents yeah. like what the fuck also that nurse that felt like somebody won a walk-on role in that movie. <laughs> like, the way she was, like, looking up, it, it, it's like she'd never acted before. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. But, yeah, as, as we were talking about before, there's a scene where the dad's driving her to um, ice skating practice and he wants to bring up the fact that they think she should go to therapy because she's been acting so weird. But he says it in a roundabout way, and because of that, she thinks he's talking about sex. So mm. she thinks he's saying to her, I think you should be having sex every day, when he's saying that she should be going to therapy every day. And it's just so fucking awkward, yeah. and like Stupid. no human being has spoken in that way. No. Not funny. <sighs> and yeah, um, and, and the reason I kept saying kiss is because it's like, so he, in- a female body like sees his girlfriend yeah so it's like there was no even moment of like hesitation or recognition or anything and then also as a female he's around his best friend so i'm like these two would be getting on really well that was in that other film switch wasn't (laughs) it i thought he might fall in love with tracy (laughs) yeah exactly or at least Uh, cat kiss thick like (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i appreciate about tracy is that they establish in the film that she used to literally pray to god that sarah would get a brain aneurysm every night (laughs) like i think that's an interesting character nancy Nancy carrying is like i'm standing right here (laughs) that literally fucking happened to me (laughs) it would actually they should have made her say that it would have had a more dimension to it yeah uh another thing that this film thinks that boys do is chew pills without having to just like swallow them with water and aggressively drink lemonade (laughs) yeah well have you ever brendan chewed a pill instead of swallowing it in your life disgusting it'd probably burn yeah it's actually foul why would anyone do that male or female and also like the way he drank all those beers and ate all those chips and, and like you smoked said, cigars. Was a compl- he was, like, completely incapable of chewing, like, a human being. And or- also, like, we've established that he- He's an athlete. He's an athlete. He cares athlete. about his body. Yeah, he wakes up every mm. morning and drinks raw egg, but for some reason at nighttime he has, like, three packets of Doritos, six beers, and a cigar. So it's really living. There's a lot of duality going on there. There's, like, a- <laughs> Was he actually a really... And in a war, he's waging. Was there actually a lot of depth to that character? We just missed out. (laughs) And how come the parents were so, like, freaked out that their daughter came out in, like, athletic gear to go to practice? They were like, ooh, uh, ooh, wouldn't you want to be in a blast? I know, it's such a load of shit. I fucking hated that mum. Yeah. She, like... Looked like she was terrified to be around her daughter at all times. Yeah, but I mean, she was acting very strangely. Well, maybe if you act lovingly towards your own daughter for like... We just went through a traumatic brain injury. Do you want to know the pinnacle of this film, though? The best bit of the whole thing? I hope we have the same idea. Well, for me, it was the stunt, the, the shot... For the triple axel. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not the same moment, but that was fantastic. Are you talking about fantastic. the autograph? The autograph. The autograph was great. <laughs> but so it's like the whole thing is, is that she's one of the only people that in that can do the triple axel. 
And they do this really slow shot where it is Maggie, <laughs> whatever her name is. <laughs> it's Tom's not Maggie. the it's not the stunt double. Yeah. But she's obviously just like on some sort of mechanism. S- sitting on an office chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the ice. And it's like they want it to look like it's in slow motion, but it but looks it's like not. it's in real time. <laughs> and it's just turning her really slowly. It was amazing. And she just looks and up like into you the said, sky. Like you said, her, the face she's just doing is like it's supposed to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But yeah, the autograph was great too. So yeah, the autograph is autograph your favorite moment as well, Brennan. It was the, definitely the biggest laugh. Yeah. So there's a point in the film. She's at the Olympics. A little girl goes up to her and asks for her autograph, but she signs it with her former name Matt and the kid's like who's Matt <laughs> and then the film soundtrack has like a really loud trumpet going <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack for this was all over the place sometimes it really tried to be heartfelt and then other times it was like circus music <laughs> I love the ADR like when they're yeah. at that uh, I don't know hockey what that game is. what's that um, additional dialogue recording when they record dialogue <laughs> after the film's been completed. Okay. Like, like on the on the like on crowd the, noise. When they no, 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 like like a dialogue character dialogue. You know when their backs turned or whatever. Or sure, sure, like, sure. So to add dialogue that they didn't actually yeah. do it on when they shot right. it. Right. Yeah. Was it really poorly done? Well, yeah. the, the the street hockey when like the characters are just saying from out of nowhere. I don't know how to play this game. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But so, that street hockey game was like the most poorly directed action sequence I've ever seen in my whole well, life. Yeah. Want to show it was you. so yeah. boring. It was so yeah. like the shots were so close and edited so fast. At some point, I think they just were like <laughs> pressing random buttons in the editing scene. Well, yeah, that was one of my notes. The editor was like, I'm going to edit the fuck out of this. <laughs> like I nearly had an epileptic fit watching that scene. <laughs> and then the transitions, he's like, I've got this transition package. We can swipe things. We can like Yes, do- the swiping and like the um, split, split screen. screen. Oh, dear. Sometimes it would spin sometimes the 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 scenes would transition by like it was like turning a page it was like a, a powerpoint presentation <laughs> it's a good time so i think one aspect of olympic life that i there was a real missed opportunity for this film mm-hmm. is apparently olympic village has sex a lot is just like one Mm. giant two-week orgy. Yeah, and everybody gives each other STDs, yeah, I've heard. They give, because, out, you, they give out condoms a lot because of how the amount that people have said. Yeah, because you're putting, like, hundreds of the sexiest, fittest people in an enclosed space together. Full of stress, yeah. Full of stress. Mm. Like, I want to see that film. I want to see, not like a porno, but I want to <laughs> see, like, you know, a film about... I mean, it's a pretty good premise for a porn. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, this film you could pretty much straight put into a porn as well, like with only minor yeah. changes to the script. Yeah, because you could have got the two girls to kiss. Yeah, she could have fucked the coach. Yeah. <laughs> she could have fucked her own ghost of her former body. Because <laughs> yeah, conceptual shit. Yeah, the, he did fall out of his body at one point. So, yeah, yeah she was just standing there. <laughs> 
Were they? Were they real? You know the way the ice skaters were real ice skaters. Yeah. Were, were they, they real, real hockey players? Because my god, there was like not a lot of brain cells. There wasn't a lot of charisma there. In the hockey players. What was the chant? Oogie, oogie, oogie. Oi, oi, oi. I died. I feel like, oh my, uh, it was awful and awkward. It's awkward enough when people do Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. It's awful. (laughs) Did we steal it? Did we from, steal it for, uh, from Ice Angel, aka on Thin Ice Skating for the Cold? Yeah. That's where Australia got its most cult, like culturally significant chant from. I don't think so. I'm fairly sure it was around before the year 2000. I feel like it was like um, like a it's like a Canadian thing or something. I don't know. Well, uh, this uh, is definitely he- from yeah, Canada. Yeah, because there was a lot of oh, sorry <laughs> and whatnot. Um. So, can we acknowledge how fucking weird that conversation was when she's in the Olympic Village, she decides to go to her best friend's um, yeah, room? Yeah, I, I, I lost interest. How did she actually, like, what was her excuse to go and see her She said her she was an old friend of the yeah. dude. So, uh-huh. she went- The girl was in the room. Yeah, so she was going to her best friend's room, but- her old, her former girlfriend who's pregnant he, with her child, yeah, yeah. his child mm. is there. <laughs> um, and she's having this conversation where she's like getting angry at her for what she thinks is cheating on him with his best friend mm. and having a baby with them. But then very quickly it's like, maybe you two will get married one day. Yeah. And just the... The fact that the the girlfriend just goes along with this conversation and keeps revealing more and more personal information, yeah, like it just was insane. In if you lifted that conversation out of this <laughs> film and just presented it by itself, yeah. it's absolute nonsense. Yeah. You know, it's awesome if while talking to her, she like goes, "Oh, I'm not. Can I tell you a secret? I'm not actually pregnant." <laughs> And she like pulls out fake stomach, oh, and God. she's like, try, like got some like scheme going with the ex boyfriend, the the, fr- the best friend or something. <laughs> the problem with that is that it would be too interesting for this. That film. would make the film amazing. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's time for our favourite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, Lucy. I'm not doing it Canadian style. (laughs) (laughs) Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Eh? (laughs) Everyone (laughs) is beautiful in their own way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start from the top. Aaron Smolinski as Matt... The pre-swap of Sarah. I just can't... I don't know if I can give anyone a hot in this movie. Like, (laughs) I I do understand that they, (laughs) like, were good looking, but, like, eyebrows, terrible acting, a lot of gel in the hair. (laughs) Like, I... 
No, he's not a hot for me. Brendan? <laughs> the dude? Yeah. The bro? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that I was very happy that the opening shot of this film was him waking up with no shirt on. Um, Big surprise. Yeah. I mean, it did the very- And t- he was dumb, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Paul loves Paul- it. <laughs> Like, Paul honestly rates films and music by how shirtless some guys are. I'll be like, this is trash. And he'll be like, yeah, but this guy was hot, was topless in it. Or- <laughs> You're making me sound awful. Yeah, it's, no, it's that's awful. Accurate. I, I waste like an hour and a half watching a film that you like go, oh, this is great. <laughs> There's nothing for me. Um, well, you know, I'm not going to say he redeemed this And I'm a red-blooded woman. It doesn't do anything for me either. <laughs> this guy was hot. I'm sorry. This guy was hot. No. He had a like, nice body. Terrible Nice hair. face. So nice stupid. eyes. Terrible and so stupid. And, like, he doesn't know how to hold a brush and he can't chew food. Yeah, but we didn't see him do that in and his be, own body. He'd be I the guy. Not. He was a dumb bum. He'd be the guy who hits on the waitress and, it, like, is like, she, yeah, exactly. she really like, likes he, me. He hit on the physio. It's horrible. <laughs> but if I can imagine that I'm the physio and I'm the waitress, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, the old physio that moonlights as a waitress, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, yes, he, he's dumb, which is definitely points for me. I'll give it that. Yes, that's an advantage. Um, I'm giving him a heart, two hearts. Brendan gave him a heart. He's officially hot. Suck it, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like more for you because it's like you're going to be stuck with him for life. You're going to have nothing to fucking talk about except he'll Hockey. be talking about sport all the time and he's so dumb. Well, look at him now. He's lost all his hair. We can bond over our mutual boldness. That's great. I'm sure you'll see each other's reflections <laughs> shining off each other's foreheads. You can rub heads together. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Let's help all guys do it. <laughs> Huh, he was the he was in the original Superman movie, he was baby Clark Kent. Good for him. <laughs> and then in Man of Steel he played communications Are officer. We're still talking about this gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Move gorilla. On. He was baby Clark Kent in the original Superman movie. That's history. <laughs> Fuck you. That's like his family forced him to be he was like a child actor. He'd be so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Nicole Tom as Sarah, who he swaps into. Yeah, same thing. So, that's a no from me, dog. Brendan? I, I've never been a fan of Maggie. <laughs> so you're giving her a no? I'm giving Maggie a no. All right, I'm going to give her Honestly, a- honestly, every time I watched that Nanny, I was like, can we get rid of Maggie? Like, we all <laughs> love Bronson. No, wait, that's around the twist. <laughs> What's his name? Brian? Was it Brian? Maybe. Anyway, everyone's favourite was Grace. Anyway, Maggie, <laughs> no go. Not Grace rocks not. up in stuff now, doesn't she? I saw her in something the other she day. She was yeah. in Twin Peaks. Yeah, so no, I cool. saw her I saw her this week. Oh, she was in Bombshell. She was in Bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give her a knot as well. That haircut was horrendous and all the expressions on her face were <laughs> yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, Yes, sorry. Uh, you're <laughs> you, you're uh, not. You're much more successful than me, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, the third lead of this film, Nancy Kerrigan. 
She's pretty beautiful. <gasps> she was the one in the black? Yeah. The, like, olive skin? Yeah. Yeah, she was hot. She is stunning, so I'm going to give mm-hmm. her a hot. But, like, surely she wasn't that bad of an actress that they couldn't have given her a little bit more to do. She, she has, like, she has a presence. Like She was in commercials and stuff as yeah, well. Like, and she's she was done very a few, popular. She's done a few other roles. I think she was in, like... Uh, Fresh off the boat or something this year, so she's still doing. I think she's right. done three or four other acting jobs after when, this. When was the i? When was the like? When did she get the hit incident. in the knee? I'm not sure actually. Yeah, maybe she's still just like taking it pretty easy. Yeah, well, like the other girls have like full skating routines in this yeah. film. She never gets one, yeah. so I'm guessing that she. But she didn't get that badly injured in that. She ended up going to the Olympics because <laughs> um, that guy was too stupid to to actually properly hurt her. Uh, so it was nineteen. 19- and Tonya Harding went to the Olympics <laughs> awkward <laughs> as fuck. Um, so the other pro figure skater, Tara Lipinski. Hot she, or not? She was a little bottle rocket, wasn't she? A little yeah. tiny. Wait, what? which one was she? She was the one that was wishing death upon her every night when she went to bed. But then ended yeah. up being her best friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> being a killer. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that dangerous edge to her. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, so, how old was she then? I thought she was a teenager. <laughs> She's, like, tiny. She was very small. Yeah, but she would have been, like, she would have been an adult. I yeah. Bet. Yeah. Um, so, you, you're both giving your hearts? Oh, I, mean, I feel very uncomfortable with it. She was just too, like, infantile. <laughs> so, we're giving her friends? <laughs> yeah, I'd be her friend. You'd well, be her friend know. even though she wished death upon her teammates? Paul, if you can say that you would happily be with that guy forever, then we can be friends with this girl. (laughs) I just think there's a difference between like going, I wish I went to the Olympics and literally going to bed every night, praying for brain aneurysms. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just the climate of the (laughs) sport. You never know the competitive pace. And I thought you liked the villain. Like you liked the sharp pace. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but there's none of these girls in any of the other swap films would be wishing death upon the leads like as bad as they <laughs> as bitchy as they are it's more superficial than that i think this girl's next le- next level evil <laughs> no no okay whatever right, what are you, you giving her them foe um i'll give you a foe yeah i wouldn't be friends with her no she's got edge she's cool she would have lifted your <laughs> social status pole around the ice skating rink so more for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i would have just been friends with nancy kerrigan so Nancy Kerrigan and her were friends, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You can hang out with Tonya Harding. <laughs> Paul would be a Jafar-like character and split them up. <laughs> Seeing that I can't even walk onto an ice skating ring, I don't think any of this is. Um, so, Thomas Calabro, who I like, I refer to him as Melrose Place because that's what I remember. Um, recognize him from. Is he the best friend? He was the best friend, yeah. No. No? Yeah. That that gelled hairstyle that has, like, the tiny little bits of hair coming down on the forehead is... I'm not not looking at that. I had that. (laughs) (laughs) When? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Sick bird! (laughs) 
Well, we all know that it's not possible right now. <laughs> um, around this era, I definitely rock that. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a bad <laughs> It was a disgusting haircut. You know, Paul had some long locks. He did. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the kind of like Justin Bieber-esque yeah, th- hair. that was a different era again. And so- also like when they did the oogie, oogie, oogie thing to each other. He mm-hmm. believed it. He had like a yeah, he believed it. <laughs> Fuck what? Wholeheartedly. And he did like this hands gesture <laughs> back to him. And yeah. it was like the claw. Like it was like, what is wrong with your hand? <laughs> but you know what? It was like he was trying to do like a salute. But it was, he had mangled hockey hands or something. It was, it, he's not touching me with those. <laughs> there was a, a real sense of gay sexual tension between yeah. the two, which made them both more attractive to me. <laughs> so I'm definitely giving him a hot as well. And he was like, he's a good looking guy. Like, yes, the hair was gross. I will give you the hair was gross, but. It's very easily fixable. I just feel like there's too many strikes. Like it, the hair, the really bad acting, the weird hand, the just like he being seemed like really, a nice guy though. Just he didn't being do really anything stupid. terrible. He didn't do anything stupid. He was a dumb bum. Were they together? Was he together with his best friend's girlfriend? No. no. Okay. Okay. But right. like the guy gave the blessing so that they could be, so yeah. that like her so could get the money film, for the baby. If the film didn't end abruptly, we may have seen that happen. <laughs> But they ran out of film. Yeah, it should have ended with the birth. You're totally right. Yeah. Should have ended with, like, the girlfriend and the uh, the best friend walking to the same room and awkward silence, and they both go, did you talk to the ice skating chick? And it's like, yeah. And then they just start fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's one thing we didn't mention about this film is the fact that every scene ends with the person in a room by themselves talking to no one. Oh, my God. Every scene. Yeah. Every scene ends yeah. that way. Yeah. No matter what the character is. Yeah. They're just standing there saying something nonsensical to no one. It was really, it was a lot. <laughs> I have some exposition to say. Yeah. In case you didn't realize yeah. what was going on. Because <laughs> this film's so fucking complicated. This film is really dumb. All right. So, let's end it on surely. Scrap that. No, Scrap- Alan Thick is not hot, okay? Hey. I, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, what you're doing? Surely Lucy will think Lucy, he's hot. don't ruin the game. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If you participated in this film, it's a no. Well, I was actually going to say um, Brendan Beiser as Alan the Angel. <laughs> no. Wait, the, the, the ginger dude. He was super Canadian. <laughs> yeah, the ginger angel. Oh, he frustrated me to no end. He was dumb as well. He fucking killed someone by accident. <laughs> and then put a man in a woman's body. And then, like, seemed really put out by it. And then anytime, like, he finds out that his girlfriend's pregnant and he's not even like, hey, man, you're right. He has no clue what's going on. Yeah. He's the worst uh, guardian angel ever. Yeah, and he definitely falls into this cliche that, is finally going away in cinema where to show that someone is dumb or incompetent, they make them an effeminate gay. And that's definitely how I felt that character came off of. Yeah. Uh, Did you? Yeah. It rubbed me the wrong way. I just got... He did not give a two-shit. The film (laughs) really should have ended that, that the girl got her brain back 
and that the baby was being born and Matt was an angel in heaven looking down, seeing that his baby got born and that his best friend and her were together. So they were happy and they were like safe and they were all right. And then he went to and heaven. he could have been the guardian angel for his son. Yes. Wouldn't that have been lovely? That's the end of the film, Brendan. Yes. Bloody million dollar idea. I see what way it should have ended. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> With a giant orgy in the Olympic Village. <laughs> uh, so you're not giving Alan Thick a hot? No. Nah. And you're not going to give Alan Thick a hot? Uh, no. All right. Alan Thick also- has got one of those names that, like, you have to always call him Alan Thick. Yeah. Well, because he's got such such a famous son as well. Who's his son? He's Robin Thicke's son. I think so. I'm going with that. <laughs> I don't even Googling it. <laughs> I will ca- take that as law. If you came to this podcast for information, <laughs> fuck off. You're in the wrong place. Let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of Ice Angel, a.k.a. on thin ice, (laughs) skating for the gold, from across the interwebs. So, this one's from Xander Fukuyama, who gives it 9 out of 10. Nice and easy to watch, a good afternoon time consumer. Oh, whoa. I saw this movie on Channel 5 while flicking <laughs> through to see what was on. And normally, if a program is absolutely terrible, I'll get up and leave to do something more productive rather than sit down and suffer. This film kept me seated, though. I found it slightly hilarious, and it had a pretty funny plotline which kept me captivated for the length of the film. A little bit cheesy, yes, but it was entertaining. I gave it 9 out of 10 for a nice afternoon that didn't make me cringe with boredom or cheesed off with rubbish jokes. A nice little film with good acting by Nicole Tom. I should mention, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, I, I guess going by that, like, that bar, it's like, it's, it's but just like, a little... watch Cool Runnings or something, do you know what I mean? But, like, you know, this film, th- to be fair, still this, not nine out of this 10. review was written in 2003. This is pre-Netflix. This is pre-video on demand. If you're at home and you're not going out and this happened to be on TV yeah, and all like that was I left. I to watch yeah. so much of that Touch by an Angel TV yeah. show for that very reason. <laughs> Which was referenced in this film as well, Touch by an Angel. But, yeah, like remember back in the day where there was five channels and it was either watching Fishing Show, uh, a show about um, like – two Australians in a four-wheel drive driving through the desert or a sport, you're going to watch this film. Like, there's no other option. Well, yeah, because then I'd either have to go outside and play. Yeah, or- which, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're with you, Xander. I'm sure in the year 2020, you're, you're you know, got a lot more options. <laughs> you're watching The Hot Chick. You're watching It's a Boy Girl thing. You're watching Cool Runnings. <laughs> All right, so this one's from Semenaichi, who gave it 10 out of 10, a must-see. I have seen this movie several times. Oh, my God. <laughs> however, I'm praying for you. <laughs> however, I agree that, and this film, this review, by the way, was written in 2001, so in one year he had seen it several times. However, God. I agree that Nancy Kerrigan should have been featured more, though she had more than a bit part. Tara Lipinski seemed to be more famous in that she was featured more. Tracy was her role. Tara delivered it quite well. I enjoyed this fantasy film because after the hockey player died, it returned to become a woman. 
Does that ever happen in real life? <gasps> I am not sure. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sometimes we all wish it did. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm so worried about this person. <laughs> Do they think they're on Yahoo Answers? <laughs> Does that ever happen in real, real life? life? We all wish it did. Oh, golly. (laughs) Nicole Tom played her part of Sarah excellently. All in all, it was very entertaining and worthwhile to see. I think they they obviously have some connection to to actual what's it called? What's this what's this? Ice skating. (laughs) I forgot the sport. But yeah. I like they named all the characters and stuff that that's obviously their shtick. Well, this is definitely the case for FSD two eight three, who gave it 7 out of 10, a movie well worth re-watching. For years, I've watched all the figure skating movies I've come upon. <laughs> this one has become my favourite. It goes beyond the story of a skating career and casts an amused but compassionate glance on the human condition. Oh, <laughs> oh my word. It is surprising with all the modern interest in unconventional sexual themes that movies where the member of one sex experiences the life of another are so uncommon. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't mean transvestite stories like Tootsie. Oh, this was 2005. <laughs> but plots wherein a person undergoes a real change, this gives the film a real chance to explore sex roles, a theme ostensibly so important to modern consciousness. There have been some such films, but these have been shallow comedies going for simple-minded yucks like Switch that really have nothing to say about being the better human being. Wouldn't it be better to address ideas of courage, compassion and resilience in the face of difficulty? I thought Sarah's story of coming to grips with a new kind of life, of making peace with the past and moving on to the future of friendship and striving to excel made the story as warm as it is funny. Do you know who wrote that? (laughs) Definitely a school chaplain. (laughs) Come on, there's real religious overtones there. I don't know. They're like talking about sexual things. Yeah. But they liked the way that it didn't go into Yucksville. How, like, how could they compare this to Switch and say that Switch, like, Switch was much more bolder and, like. Yeah, it d- failed, but it was much more yeah. bolder. Yeah. yeah. It's it didn't touch you know? on anything. All right, so this one's from Scaramooch2004. Scaramooch. Uh, who gave it 8 out of 10. This mil- film makes me wonder, am I a girl? I am a 20, uh, sorry, I am a 31 year old male, but just recently films with a strong emotional base seem to have my British stiff upper lip trembling all over the place. <laughs> Has a girly girl figure skater possess my body with the sole intention of applying the waterworks to my eyelids it appears so because this film really had me choked up with emotion it was great i'm really confused oh mitzi what do you say <laughs> Is this person having, like, a revelation, or are they- uh, I'm experiencing emotions it, for the first yeah. time. Does that one. mean I'm a girl? <laughs> oh, my golly. Uh, and the fact that this is the thing that broke him. <laughs> this. This film. I think these reviews say something about the human condition. <laughs> Like, that people could have these varying, like, reactions to that piece of shit we just watched is amazing. Did I ever tell you about when uh, my wife, Katrina, because we're talking to an audience, I forget sometimes, like, when she, like, turned me down and Mm -hmm. I, like, watched Click and I was (laughs) sobbing. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? But to be fair, click, I cried and click. Did you cry and click? I don't think so, which is really odd. <laughs> Maybe we should watch Click and see if we cry again. Click's going to be for our next podcast, our yeah. time travel podcast. Or for our remote control podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. I demand you go first. <laughs> 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 all right is that all right okay yeah i i just want to see what you got say the best for last being me yeah so my connection today is the sport of hockey also just quickly do you know what i saved you from brendan he didn't get time to diss you in the <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck I you, Brendan. Oh, fuck I, you. You, I, I hate you. I thought, I thought you stopped doing that. Yeah, but you don't deserve it anymore because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't deserve you being mean to him. He doesn't deserve me not being shit. mean to him anymore right, because okay. he is a piece of shit. All right, so my connection today is the sport of hockey. Mighty Ducks. No. <laughs> So, are we playing let's ruin pause all right no we are not playing the that. water boy I, I play, I play that. the water boy you, you fucking idiot all right so um my recommendation is the 2018 movie status update oh, okay so it's some disney thing <laughs> it's not it's not a disney production um this is directed by scott spear who did the film um, Step Up for Miami Heat. He also has directed music videos. He also has directed music videos for Paris Hilton, Ashley Tisdale, and um, one of the stars of Cats, yeah, Jason Derulo. Yeah. And the film stars Ross Lynch, Olivia Holt, and the Fat Jew. And <laughs> Is that someone's name? Yeah, that's what he goes by. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a social media influencer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's famous for stealing other people's jokes and masquerading them as his own on Instagram. Gotcha. Um, Anyway, so the film is about a teen uh, who gets a magical phone and. When he makes a status update on the phone, whatever whatever he says on the status update comes true. (laughs) And how big's the budget on this film? Like how how crazy can they go? Um, it's actually not too bad. Like it was intended for a theatrical release, and then it got a really small one, and then went straight to Mm. DVD. But I had a real good time with this film. But it's not like status update. Hey, guys, guess who's my new best friend? Tom Cruise. Like, it's not like no, that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> or I have a helicopter now. Does anyone switch buddies? <laughs> no one switches buddies. But it is that, like, that very much that vibe yeah. of a high concept, magical realism kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. So, I had a lot of fun with this movie. It stars Ross Lynch, who... I'm a big fan of his, like, um, plays Harvey on Sabrina. Oh, yeah. And he's the lead singer of um, The Driver Era, which is a band I really like. Um, okay. <laughs> Never heard of them. Um, and uh, it's actually, like, a fun teen movie with, like, a high concept. And so it's hockey Ah, uh, yeah. So one of the things that he uh, wishes on his status update is that he's, like, a pro hockey player, um, f- like, or, like, a, a really good hockey player and, like, 
brings the team to victory. So that's what would a big, you do a status update on, Paul? Um, I would make Brendan apologize for being so mean <laughs> to me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My first update would be Brendan admits to being a piece of shit for attacking Hillary Duff and admits that he was wrong so in you every way. Make it that Hillary Duff was your best friend. Uh, that well, you can do multiple. <laughs> yeah, you can do ask multiple. Me, ask me. Ask me. What's yours? World peace. Oh, <laughs> sick Baron. Well, How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the fun- that, that's the one criticism I have with this film. It doesn't really t- tackle those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, anyway, look forward to that because if you're mean to me, I'll just recommend it to you on the tenure yeah, swap. It's episodes. definitely coming to you, Brendan. Yeah, you, we're supposed to be giving like our listeners like quality things to watch, not art, it's like, over. ammunition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is like you do ska music, Paul does that, and it's like I do the good stuff, so I. Still Still put the good shit out there. Look, I think this is a genuinely good movie. I enjoyed it. I think it's underrated. More people should watch it. We've all sunk down so much into the couch. This is really spiraling out of control. Okay, who's going next? Thanks for that, Paul. Lucy's going to be like, I recommend Casablanca. It does not star the fat Jew. <laughs> how is it related? How is it related to Ice Angel? Yeah, how is this? Like, oh, because of the hockey. Gotcha. No, no. How is Casablanca related? Oh, there's no hockey in Casablanca. Oh, there's uh, ice skating. No, <laughs> it's in the deleted scenes. <laughs> All right, uh, Lucy, you're next. Okay. Well, <laughs> my. <laughs> My link is ice skating. I literally Googled movies with ice skating. I looked through the cast. I did like the first four characters and I was like, no. (laughs) No one's going to have anything to offer us. So it's not the nanny. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't love the nanny though? And Sasha became the nanny. Um, So it's um, ice skating. So I'm doing somewhere. By Sophia Coppola. Ah, yeah. I, that's the one Sophia Coppola movie I haven't oh, watched. Right. Okay, so um, it's Stephen Dorff and Elle Fanning. Yeah. And it's um, like a simple, slow-paced movie about a complicated family dynamic, I guess. And a lot of people thought it was too slow, but I really like the kind of dreamy, gauzy mm-hmm. pace that Sophia Coppola does so well, in my yeah. opinion. And um, it's got amazing music. The soundtrack's really great. And, um, you know, it's set in LA and like the Chateau Marmont. And there's all these kind of like inside jokes yeah. about that. And um, I really liked it. And yeah, Elle Fanning does ice skating in it. <laughs> and uh, Stephen Dorff is her father and he goes and... Like watches her and supports her, and it's her ice skating scenes as convincing as Nicole Tom's. I in think ice it's Angel. really her, yeah. Ah, cool. Um, I mean, the thing is, she's not um, trying to say that she's doing it at an Olympic level. A triple axel. She's just like a young tween <laughs> yeah. learning how to do it. So yeah. Um, so That's fine. F- funny story. When I was in LA, I decided I'm going to go to the Shadow Marmont to spot celebrity. Mm. So I went there for lunch. But the thing is, with the Shadow Marmont, when you go there for lunch, they take everyone's names mm. and then um, they seat you according to how famous you are. Yeah. And I literally got <gasps> seated in the exit. <laughs> <laughs> but did so, you see the famous people leaving? No. Oh. I I 
planned out a whole day to meet a celebrity. Yeah. So I went to Shadow Mountain. I went to where they, the coffee place they will go to. I went to all went these places. To Seven Eleven, and you saw Calvin Harris. Yeah, I went to a supermarket <laughs> at the end of the day, and I saw Cal- Calvin Harris shopping with well, his girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got to get orange juice and toilet paper, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, but the thing is, because I was like hanging around the supermarket for so long trying to spot celebrities, the um, the security guard. Uh, started following me around because he thought I was. She thought Shall I was a shoplifter. Oh god! Um, my friend was in LA and was in a coffee shop, yeah. and um, like they called out the name of the people, the person's coffee, and it was like Ben. And the guy came up, and it was Ben Stiller. Oh wow! And he had sunglasses and a, and a hat on, but he still had to give his name <laughs> as if he wouldn't have given a fake yeah. name. Yeah, right. I don't know. Ben Stiller Green seems bag. like he'd be like too too like real to to do that and but uh just caveat for our listeners i wasn't gonna do anything creepy if i did see a celebrity <laughs> i just wanted to see one i just wanted off. the satisfaction to say i was in la and i saw blank yeah i didn't want to approach them speak to them follow them i just wanted to see one yeah but like, like what going if to it the was, zoo what if it was selena gomez would you have said something no like i even like even if it was Hillary and she was just doing her shopping, I wouldn't go up to her because I just feel that's an invasion. Like if it's a a, a place where they're expecting to see mm. fans and they want to interact with fans, I'm happy to speak to a celebrity. But out in the open, I just feel super awkward about it. Yeah. Would it, you be it, it the same? It would be hard. Well, I saw Jesse Eisenberg in New York. Mm. He rode his bike past me and my sister and he looked me dead in the eye because he saw me clock who he was <laughs> and we played it cool but as soon as he had re- like rode past we were jumping up and down <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the guy from brendan's recommendation last week <laughs> <laughs> but I, didn't, I didn't we didn't go oh my god jesse has a bag i love you um but I did see Keenan Thompson outside of um, uh, 30 Rock as well, yeah. probably going to work at SNL. Yeah. And I really wanted to get a photo. Like, yeah. I love Saturday Night Live, but my sister wouldn't let me. She's like, no, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I feel like from all the celebrity interviews I've heard that celebrities hate when people ask for a photo. Right. So, like, you can go meet them, say you're a big fan. Yeah. Can I have your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably stepping over the line. But so I If would- I saw Bill Murray, I would, I would, when walking past him, say, Bill, you marry me. Yeah, that's what. That's all I would do. Yeah, I think that kind of stuff yeah. is cool. But yeah, actually, or asking do like, for Groundhog Day, Ghostbuster Nest, <laughs> Bill Murray, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, how much longer can we drag out not hearing Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brendan, hit us with whatever the fuck you got going on. All right, guys, you ready for this? Come with us now on a journey through time and space. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, I I went a little more traditional. Stop with that look on your face. What is it? <laughs> no, no, no. I my connection, my tenuous connection is uh, the director of this film, which is George Harrison Palmer. <laughs> this is going to be stupid because I looked through his IMDb and he's only done trash TV movies. No, so he's going to bunny hop. What are you talking he's about? Bunny hop he's it. he's done many things that we all know, like the Campus Caller, a Firehouse Christmas. Uh, the Snow Angel. 
But Snow uh, Angel, he's done, just... another, he's done another wintry theme. Snow Angel, a.k.a. Skating for the Gold on Thin Ice 3. <laughs> no, but okay, so... It wouldn't be on Thin Ice, it'd be under thick snow or something. So... Yes, we 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 all f- seen many of his films, but did you know that he is <laughs> Canadian, and that this film was actually shot in Canada? I told you it was going to bunny hop. Yeah, and the film I'm recommending, the director is Canadian. Is Hugh Sullivan? No, they're from South Australia. But the film I'm recommending is also from South Australia, and I that stop film listening. is what's going on. And that film is. <laughs> The Infinite Man. How how does it connect? Because uh, Hugh Sullivan is South Australian and they did a film in South Australia. And George Ershenbaum is, is Canadian from, and made a film Cana- in Canada. You, oh, you my word. You got it. You got it. And uh, have you heard of this film? You damn dirty fool. What? No. What is it? It's called The Infinite Man. It's a, it's from South Australia. We're from South Australia. Yeah. Well, and I haven't we, seen we every SA everything. flick out there. <laughs> uh, That's good, though. It's this great film. It's about time travel. It's this, <laughs> there's this guy and he's dating this girl and he he's, uh, and the relationship's on the rocks and he's got a time machine and he thinks it would be romantic to... Uh, you know, to mm-hmm. but um to take it to this hotel, but it's incidentally closed. And so he goes back in time. They're about to break up, and he's like, <gasps> "Let's go back in time and fix our relationship." And so, uh, when this happens, um, the ex boyfriend shows up and um gets involved, and it becomes this weird paradox, and it's a uh, really fun if you love time Have travel. We learnt nothing from Marty McFly and the Doctor. You can't meddle with that. <laughs> well, yeah, and this this has that same that same predicament. And it's mm. if you're a fan of time travel films, uh, this is really good, and I highly recommend it. So very good. Okay, so where are we ranking Ice Angel, aka On Thin Ice, Skating for the Gold, uh, among the films that we've watched for the podcast, Brendan? Uh, mine is going 24th, which is just below Chances Are. That's, okay. yeah, and the what's, sweet spot. what's it above? I think it's the change-up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it 26th, sandwiched in between The Cobbler and Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde. <laughs> what a sandwich. <laughs> um, I'm putting it uh, fifth from the bottom, um, which puts it in between uh, Prelude to a Kiss and a Christmas Switch. Mm. Ooh, that's that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... I Mine's dare... eighth from the bottom, yeah. Yeah. It was I bad. Mean, it, it's a bad movie. Like, it wasn't painful to watch like some of the other movies we've watched. Like, I didn't want to, like, rip my own skin off like I did <laughs> yeah, um, in Christmas Trade. Or the, or the Cobbler. Like, yeah. It kept my interest a lot more than those films did. It was bad enough to be interesting. The formula is just so apparent that I'm, I'm like, really just, like, like, they were even doing it so super quickly, but it's just so, like, cliche well, when you watch it 40 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got multiple versions of this movie this that we haven't even seen. your job now, Brendan, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> like, there's at least... Two that on my like on my list that we'll do soonish that have the exact same plot to this film. So <laughs> 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 he's weeping. 
Where's the Where's the Corey Feldman one? Let's do that one. Can we do that one next? Oh my please? god! No. no. So, what do you think we're going to do next? Obviously, not the Corey Feldman. And one. it's going to be something we've never heard of. Um, I don't know if you've you would have heard this film. It's definitely of our era. It came out in 1999, and the 90s ones are bad. And the 80s is great. Yeah. 90s is bad. 2000s sometimes. And it's 99. It's on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I may have watched this or bits of it, but I don't recall seeing the whole thing. But now that I'm uh, doing the research and seeing the trailer, I'm like, I somewhere in I, the recesses of your maybe brain. I haven't seen it because it feels like it would be like very much a staple for me. Mm-hmm. When we get to like a certain <laughs> amount of episodes, I feel like we should do it's it should be like a reverse episode where we get to pick and we ask all the questions and we call all the shots. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. So it's a body swap. It's happening. <laughs> so next episode I am Paul now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I sound like? <laughs> I'm Lucy <laughs> My voice is deeper than yours and you know it. <laughs> so next episode, we're going to go back, back to 1999. Yes, very good. For the British science fiction romantic <laughs> comedy <laughs> from, from the director of our very first reviewed movie, It's a Boy Girl Thing. Mm-hmm. Is it a musical? No. Why are we singing? I just want to go, go back, back, back to 1999. Oh, that's that... Um that person Charlie yeah. XCX Troy Sivan yes uh, I thought it was Ariana Grande <sighs> anyway the movie that we will be watching is called Virtual Sexuality never heard of it have you seen it Brennan I feel like I might have seen it at the, the DVD virtual store Virtual Sexuality has it got a green <laughs> has it got a green cover no I can't know so the plot of Virtual Sexuality 17 year old Justine Bemoans being a virgin, so after being stood up on a date, goes to a virtual reality exhibition. There she encounters a virtual makeover machine, which she uses to create a 3D image of her perfect man. After a freak power cut, Justine finds herself inside that male body, becoming her own ideal mate. Why don't people understand? Weird science. So yeah, it's... Weird science, but she has put her own consciousness into the thing she creates. She, the thing she wants to have sex with the most. Yes. <laughs> and starts fucking herself. Mm, is that really what happens? Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this in a room with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks amazing. <laughs> it's going to be so good. At least it's different. Fuck. <laughs> Take a swing, hey? Yeah, okay, go for it. <laughs> cool, so, exciting. Yeah, so... Thanks so much. If we don't do the Corey Feldman one soon, I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> the Corey Feldman one will be soon, I promise. I promise. But not the next couple. I bet it's really bad as well. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know care. Why yeah, like, remember we're when we were all like, super hyped about dating the enemy and then we watched it? <laughs> yeah. But I had a good time. That was what a good about time. if we do face off and we're like, what the fuck have we been talking about this whole time? <laughs> but we've all seen face off, right? Yeah, but it, I couldn't, I can't really remember except for, what do you want? I want my face back. <laughs> <laughs> Did that actually happen? Yes. I'm going to take my face off. 
<laughs> All right, so that's it for another episode of the Swapcast podcast. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, send us Please. emails, and give and, us love. Yeah, and thanks for listening. I re- I appreciate it. I'll appreciate it more if you give us I some appreciate love. it as well. Shut up. Paul's not in charge anymore. I am the captain now. <laughs> give us love. Give us love. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Until next episode, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. I was Brendan Levi. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.